What's up, my friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Build Show podcast. That's right, my weekly time to get together with y'all and go deep. And I've got a topic today that I think is a really valuable one for you as a podcast listener, no matter what field you're in. But we're going to be talking uh, with my friend Lydia that you probably know. You probably don't. Maybe you don't even know that her first name is Lydia because you probably know her as Drywall Shorty like I did for a long time. Uh, and we're going to be talking specifically about something that Lydia and I have in common, which is uh, a pretty big social influence that we've gotten and how that affects both our personal brand and our business brand, how we've grown those and maybe what part of that might be valuable to you, whether you're listening to this as a builder or a modeler, or a tradesman, an architect. I think there's going to be some stuff that we're going to talk about with Lydia that will be really valuable for you as well. Today's build show from the Rockwell Studios in Austin, Texas. Let's get going. All right, guys, before we jump into today's podcast with Lydia, let me say a quick thanks to our podcast sponsor, Brone. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Brone, you may have uh, the old school Brone in your mind when, uh, you know, back in my production builder days, I used them for bath fans. Well, they are so much more today. Their catalog is vast. They've got rain hoods. They've got fresh air systems, makeup air system for rain hoods. They've got this really cool Overture indoor air quality monitoring system that will actually say, hey, my PM 2.5 is elevated or my total VOCs are elevated. Let's turn on a fan in the house to get these pollutants out of the house. They also have uh, dehumidifiers as well as some specialty ventilation equipment. So you can learn more at brone-newtone.com. With that being said, let's get back to Lydia. All right, Lydia, thank you for joining me. We got you on Zoom all the way from Bozeman, Montana. Yes, and we're actually having some pretty cold weather here. We dropped down into the 50s the other day. What? So, yeah, 50 it feels degrees. Like right yeah. <laughs> it's 99 in Austin, Texas today. Oh, my. Yeah, we're in sweatshirt weather already. And uh, and for those of you listening, it's mid September and and ninety nine in Austin. So don't move here; it's terrible weather. You would not want to <laughs> you would not want to live here in Austin. Nor Bozeman, yeah. right, Lydia? Yeah. <laughs> so Lydia, the topic today is uh, is an interesting one in that I think you and I have come uh, to this kind of place of being, uh, which I, I always cringe a little bit at this term, but we've become influential people or influencers because really of one thing, and that's that you and I were both uh, okay with uh, making videos, making content to help those in our trade uh, to become better at their trade, but also we were a little willing to put ourselves out there for lack of a better term. Uh, and for those of you who don't know Lydia, she's known as, uh, or also known as, AKA Drywall Shorty, uh, and Lydia, your two main platforms, tell me if I'm wrong, are Instagram and TikTok. Is that right? Um, TikTok, I'm on occasionally. I have a pretty decent following there. My biggest following right now is on Facebook. Oh, actually. Facebook. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I'm not on yeah. very often. So I didn't realize that. Yeah. I have almost half a million on there. Oh my so gosh. Wow. It's That's an interesting awesome. one. You have videos just completely blow up out of nowhere. That's on wild. Facebook. Yeah. Now, Lydia, tell me how you got into this, though. Like, what what's the first thing you did when it came to social media? Uh, you know, what was the first tweet, post, whatever that you did? Can you kind of walk me through uh, the steps that it took from you to go from that to where you are today? Definitely. So actually, my very first video I ever did was teaching how to do a skip trial. 
So it's very common here. It's a hand texture. So we were working out on Ennis Lake and my husband, Ryan was like, Hey, we should just shoot this real quick of you doing a tutorial. And I was like, oh, sure. I mean, when I jumped on here, I was like, who in the world is going to want to watch somebody do drywall? It's like paint <laughs> dry, you know, it's with what we do every day. So I was like, is there really a market for this? I was not expecting anything. And then that video, I think had a couple of thousand views within like the first day. So I was like, okay, okay. Okay. Well, maybe we actually have something here. And then I posted a video of just coding corner bead and it kind of got shared on a bunch of big sites. And then it just kind of took off from there. And what year was that Lydia? How long ago was that? Uh, 2019 is when I like officially started. So wow, it's only so not, been yeah, three, three, four years ago. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Not that long ago at all. No. And, yeah. It's been a lot of growth very fast. And what was the, what platform did you use when you first started on that? Instagram. Okay. And and tell me when, when you did that, were you thinking, or, or maybe tell me the different things you were thinking, like, were you expecting this or thinking this could help your personal brand or your business, or were you thinking, oh, I could make some money doing this? What were, what was kind of going through your head in the first, you know, weeks or months uh, of you doing some of this content? Um, honestly, I don't, I don't even know. I think we just started doing it because we saw there was kind of a really. I think it just kind of worked into its own thing. I think I kind of started off doing some small things, some teaching. And then we started having some companies reach out that needed somebody to educate for them. And then it's kind of morphed itself into kind of a teaching, learning, breaking things down um, kind of post because that's what everybody wants and that's what they're consuming. And that's what I get the most questions about. So kind of putting the satisfying stuff together because drywall is very satisfying and people sure. love mud spread, but then also breaking down the super technical stuff. So I don't think I started it necessarily thinking it was ever going to turn into this. It's just kind of slowly morphed and we've had to make decisions as we go for, you know, what's the best course of action with what's going on. So would you say, or is it true then, would you say that you really started it because it was fun and it was kind of, kind of something that you and Ryan uh, were playing with and, and it kind of, uh, in some respects made the day a little bit more fun out on the job site. Uh, is it yeah, would that be fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. It was just something kind of fun. It was like, well, maybe we could share a little bit. Um, did not expect it to be as successful as it was. I actually started, um, I had just started and then Columbia tools was looking for ambassadors. And I don't think I even had a thousand followers at the time. <laughs> and I, I applied to be an ambassador because they would give you a full set of tools. And I was Ooh, like, man, that would be, that's a yeah. huge drywall business because that's thousands and thousands of dollars worth for of sure. tools. So I applied and seriously, Ryan was like, you're not going to get it. There's no way he's like, just let it go. He's like, you're not going to get it. And then I got the email that I got it. And I was like, oh my God, we did it. Like we like, this actually like worked. And he was like, totally shocked. And he still feels bad about it to this day. Like, <laughs> Ryan, why would you doubt her? I know. Terrible. I, I don't think we both knew what we were getting into when we started this. For sure. Um, it's a lot of work though. And I think that's something people have to understand too. Like, yeah. yes, there's big rewards, but the time you have to put in, in, you know, making sure you're producing good content, yep. you're answering questions, you're being relevant, you're being a contributor to the community and not just, um, you know, showing off. Cause when we first started this, I think that was probably one of the biggest discussions we had is or how I felt because Ryan does the filming, but I'm, 
I'm the one that, you know, makes the content. I'm mm -hmm. the one that posts. Um, so for me, I was like, what do I want to do out of this? We can either run tools and show off and be super fast and um, be fancy, or we can take another route and actually help people and break down and really get down to kind of the science behind why we do what we do, how to use the products correctly, and how to have successful drywall outcomes. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. So, so Lydia, how has it helped? I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No, 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 you're fine. How has it helped your business and your personal brand? I'm curious about that. Like, are have you seen your drywall contracting company seen an increase in the amount of people that want you on their jobs or specifically seeking after you? Uh, and then also, what has it done for you personally? If I wanted to, I could quit working here right now and hit the road and probably have work for three years. Wow. It's just constant. People are like, can you come to my house? Can you come help me? Can I come train with you? Can um, can I fly you out to come be on site with me for a couple of days? Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And we're trying to work on something maybe where um, I can do some mobile training. Like I show mm. up in a city and you come and you hang out and we... You know, you get hands on with the tools and I walk you through the process. That would be so that's awesome. something that, that's like my big grand idea is like a road show. I so that. That I, would be you know, super fun. Right. Like pop up in a city for a day or two and you can come get hands on. So that's awesome. That's kind of my idea of how I can merge people wanting me to train them with actually showing up and, you know, teaching and people can touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait till those kids, those kids of yours are almost out of high school. So that, uh, that freedom will come pretty soon for you. I still have a few more years, but you're getting close. I know. I have a senior and a junior, no sophomore, senior and a sophomore. Okay. Yeah. You're just a little uh, ahead of me. Yeah, I know. It's wild. It's like, wild. Please, wait, just get through school. That's all I, <laughs> so in two years, you and Ron will be empty nesters. No, three, yeah. I guess technically three years. Yeah. So then, um, uh, let's switch it then to, or let me switch gears a little bit and say, and let's talk about, uh, someone who's listening to this, they're a remodeler, they're a builder, they're a tradesman, a carpenter, uh, a plumber, whoever is listening to this, what advice would you give to them as someone who's been incredibly successful, uh, on social media about them trying to replicate your success, uh, and tips or tricks to do that? And also what does success look like for somebody listening to this? So the biggest thing I can say is pick a message and stick with it. Mm. I don't post about anything else other than drywall. I don't post about my personal stuff. I don't post about, um, you know, stories are one thing, but if it's posting on your feed, you need to have a clear, concise message. And I yep. think people get lost sometimes. Yep. And like, it wouldn't make sense if I go post about sighting nobody's going to care about that because mm -hmm. I, my niche is drywall. So pick your niche and stick with it. Also get a lot of content ready. You don't want to be constantly behind or like have to be stressed out. Like, oh, I don't have anything to post today. Mm -hmm. So it may be a backlog of about two months worth of, of footage that you have. So then you constantly have a kind of a library that you can go back to. You can plan stuff out. You can have a clear, concise message. And then even if you have a series, then you can, you know, have all of your things posted on your series ready to go. Oh, that's really good advice. And um, be ready to get criticized a lot. <laughs> I know you get it too. We're <laughs> that's a great wrong. advice. <laughs> Somebody's going to tell you you suck at least once a day. Oh, yeah, for sure. You got to have thick skin. But I think the biggest thing you can do is be confident in 
your business that you already have set up. Like mm. I wouldn't jump on here if I wasn't experienced. I've been in the field for over 20 years. Yep. I know my jobs. I know how my, my stuff turns out. I know what my work looks like. So I always have that to fall back on when people are being excessively rude or mm -hmm. me or DMing me, telling me that I'm stupid or whatever it is. So I know what I produce and I have that confidence behind there. If I was like two years into it and I got into this, I don't know if I have that to kind of lean back on because it's pretty cruel out there sometimes. Boy, that's really good advice on the thick skin. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that because you've been doing this for two decades. You your skin is thick enough that if someone goes, hey, your technique sucks, your whatever sucks, you're able to go, look, man, I've been doing this a long time. That's your opinion. Uh, and you just let it roll off your back. But you're right. If you're a 25 year old who's posting and has only been in the trade for a couple of years, that could really affect you. It could affect you so much that you might change something that actually you're doing just fine. Uh, and yeah, I think exactly. that's good advice for people that are uh, that are out there and listening to this. The other thing I want to piggyback on you is, um, you know, when people see you, Lydia, and they see your hundreds of thousands of views per video, uh, I would like to remind them that uh, it didn't start that way for you. Uh, and ultimately, that wasn't necessarily your goal was some crazy watch time or to supplement your income uh, in your contracting or your trade business. It ultimately was your goal. I think as a as a uh, as kind of a twofold goal to have fun and enjoy it, and number two to to give back, you know, to train people and uh, and give your sage advice back. And I think those two things helped propel you to great success. And I would credit those as things that made me successful in what I or how I've grown. Let's say YouTube, for instance, which is my big uh, channel. Uh, and I, the story that I always tell people, pardon me if you've heard this guys, or if you've heard this Lydia, but I always tell people when I first got on YouTube, which was 2008, I've been on it a long time. Uh, you know, I'm an overnight success, Lydia. I'm coming into like two and a half decades of doing YouTube <laughs> <laughs> to get, to get a million subs. But when I was on it in 2008, nine, 10, I was only posting, uh, you know, maybe two or three videos a month. But I would regularly go into meetings with people who were talking to me about a build, about hiring me as a contractor, especially during the recession as a remodeler. And I would have a video that would have 50 views. And the person that I was meeting with was one of the 50. And they felt like they knew me, like they had some personal connection to me. And they would shake my hand like I was their long lost brother, like, oh, my gosh, Matt, it's so great to finally meet you. I'd be like, you know, do we have someone in common that we know? Like, do you know my <laughs> wife's family or have I met you before? And I'm sorry, I don't remember. And it was because they watched a couple of videos. And I remember very specifically coming home and saying to my wife after one prospect meeting that was like 2008 or nine, I had maybe 10 videos on YouTube and I met someone who uh, felt like they knew me and the meeting went great. And I remember telling my wife, you know, it's amazing this video thing that I'm doing because this guy that I met felt like he knew me and I got rid of the usual 30 minutes in these prospect meetings of what kind of shady contractor are you uh, and went right to the meat of the business, what kind of house he was building. Like he had already decided he liked me and that was crazy. Do you remember the first time, Lydia, when someone that you'd never met before treated you like you were their uh, long lost cousin, like they'd watched all your videos, they knew you. And it was, oh my gosh, Lydia. Do you, do you, do you have a recollection of that? Um, 
it was probably the drywall show in, I think it was in 2020. So it was right before COVID happened. And I had just started, I only had maybe like 11 or 12,000 followers, but people there knew me. So that was really fun kind of meeting all those people, That's all the cool. heavy drywall industry. And then just recently, it was really funny. My Ryan was at the gas station and he had well, one of our shirts that has my logo on it uh-huh. the lady at the gas station was like, oh my God, drywall shorty. I love her. She helped me do like remodel my, my um, <laughs> she was building a tiny house. So this is like local in town. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like, oh my God, I love her. And Ryan's like, she's my wife. And she's like, no way. She was so excited. And it's really funny how far it goes. Like I, when we were at IBS, a guy grabs me and he was speaking Spanish. I don't, I, I unfortunately don't speak fluent Spanish, but he was like so excited and like grabbed me and was like, like, oh my God, I know you, I know you. So it's been, um, it's kind of weird. It is a little weird. Because I'm still a drywaller, like, you'll find me on site getting sweaty and doing drywall. So, um, you know, I think people forget sometimes like, yes, we are, we do have social obligations, but we are still very blue collar on the job, putting in our time. Yes. That's what, that's what we are. And I think that's what makes you so appealing. And I think that's why people feel like they know me is because we're real people. Uh, we're not doing this uh, because, you know, this is a way that we figured out to make millions of dollars. <laughs> you know, we're doing this because we genuinely like what we do for a living. Uh, and how crazy that we also make additional money by being willing to put ourselves out there and share our wisdom with the world. That's, that's crazy to me. But if yeah. you're listening to this, if you're a podcast listener, I think the big takeaway from talking to Lydia is, uh, is really two things. Number one, don't be shy. Uh, you have to get over your fears of putting yourself out there. Remember that video in particular is an incredible connector. And yeah. Lydia, I don't know if you know if you've heard my story, but I actually did blog. I did blogged for like a year and a half before I did any videos. Yeah. I did written blogs. And the difference between meeting people that had had read my blog and meeting people that had started watching my videos when I kind of switched to doing YouTube from writing, night and day. I mean, there's something about video. You know, you and I are are. 5,000 miles apart, but I feel like you're in the room with me because I can see you. Uh, if you're listening to this, Lydia and I are on a Zoom call, so I can see her. <laughs> She's not in the studio with me, but I can see you. I have a personal connection with you. And I think the same is definitely true when you and I are making videos. Like when I watch your Instagram videos, it's as if I'm in the house with you under construction and you're showing me uh, what you're doing that day. And I think there's something so personal about that that really anybody can take advantage of with the incredible tool that's in your pocket today, which is this crazy iPhone that has so much video power. Uh, and I've, as a side note, the brand new iPhones that came out, I'm a, I'm a big video and photo nerd. I always like to know the specs of everything. I watched several videos where people were putting their $1,000 iPhone next to these $50,000 cinema cameras and shooting some footage And then they would show the footage side by side and you couldn't tell if it was shot with an iPhone or shot with these like crazy expensive cinema cameras because these have gotten this good. And I'm assuming this is your main photography tool. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we have ideas for a studio and, you know, more professional setup, but most of the time we're just whipping the phone out. And I think something that people forget too, is they think it takes a lot of time. 
most of the videos that everyone's consuming are 60 seconds and under. Yeah. It doesn't really take that long to just whip out your phone and film yourself doing something on site. Yep. And it there's so much potential to open up the industry to others because, mm -hmm. you know, um, I feel like trades are kind of, I always get the question, how'd you get started? And I don't know if it's the same with you, but it's kind of a hard industry to break into sometimes mm -hmm. unless you have family or you know somebody that can get you started in the trades. So I think having it on site, breaking it down, showing people how fun it is, what an enjoyable job it is, and that it can be a great career choice mm -hmm. has changed the industry immensely. I mean, I don't even know what it's going to look like in a couple of years with the growth and more and more people getting on social media. So hopefully it encourages more people to look at the trades as a viable option. I think you're a hundred percent right on that. And, and as a, a quick old man story, cause I know I'm quite a bit older than you, but when I was a kid growing up in the eighties, uh, the only people I knew in the industry, because my dad was in the steel industry growing up in Pittsburgh, the only builders I knew were this old house builders that I oh, watched yeah. on PBS on Sunday mornings at like 9 a.m. And I would tape it on my VCR. Uh, as a side note, I saw today on their social feed that Norm's finally retiring and they're doing a big, oh, they're doing wow. a big show to uh, thank Norm for his 30 years of, of video. But, you know, when I watch Norm and... Uh, and Tom Silva, for instance, the, the contractor that that uh, was the main contractor on the show and still is for all those years. I only got 30 minutes with him a week uh, or 20 minutes minus commercials, let's say, on PBS on Saturday mornings. And yeah. today, someone coming into the industry, whether they're a high school age uh, person or whether they're in their 20s, they can get on and watch you or me or anyone on, for instance, our buildshownetwork.com and really dig in with them and really get incredibly valuable information that a decade or two, none of that was available. And so for them to really see what your day-to-day -day looks like, what my day-to-day -day looks like, I think that's super crazy cool uh, because in my generation, we didn't have that. Did you have any, You your dad actually was a contractor though, correct, is your story? And that's kind of, you saw how yeah. your dad uh, operated and were able to learn at a pretty young age your trade? Yeah, so he's been self-employed, oh my God, uh, probably like 35 years now, wow. I think. He's so still in the business? Lived, yeah, he's still in the business. So he learned, um, where originally I was born in North Carolina, then we lived in Lilburn, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. So he learned there, um, was with a big crew and just did touch-up stuff. And mm -hmm. then he started going off on his own and had his own drywall business doing um, like small remodels, patchwork. And then we moved up to Bozeman and then he started his own business up here. Huh. So I started working. I mean, we'd always help out, like, you know, be like 12, 13, go help him scrape, um, scrape floors, spot screws, you know, just kind of like small stuff for some extra cash. But then uh, I went to high school and then barely graduated. And <laughs> then I went to college and I was like, I don't know why I did this. I did not. <laughs> well, I don't know why I thought I was going to like college. So um, just went for a semester and then my roommate at the time, um, also worked for my dad and my cousin worked for my dad. So my dad was like, you want a job? And I was like, sure. That sounds great. Yeah. So I was really lucky. I had a lot of really good people around me to teach me. And I think that's something that maybe social media is also feeling the void with, hmm. with, you know, you can walk on site and you can have somebody that's supposed to train you, but if they're not in a good mood or they don't feel like training you you're just kind of left to your own devices. That's right. 
there's so much missing between the link between product manufacturers and users. Mm -hmm. I think when we look at a lot of failures, it's because of they're not taking the time to actually educate themselves on how to use the product. Oh man. And the product gets blamed on the back end when it's actually not the product's fault at all. It's just faulty installation. Yep. So I feel like that's something that's really starting to change is we have mouthpieces now that have direct contact with companies. You know, I could call up USG and get an answer in two seconds because of the resources that I have there. So we now have people that are able to link companies to users and now educate and help, you know, help troubleshoot, help fix those problems, help um, show the right way to do things. Like people are always going to argue and they're going to be like, that's not right. But when you have, you know, a, a white paper and the manufacturer's instructions telling you how to install, there's not a lot of arguing to go on there. You but. know, you make a good point that I don't think we brought up, which is that your, um, uh, your willingness to put yourself out there, whether you have, 700 uh, Instagram subscribers or uh, 250,000 like you do, Lydia, you've been able to gain contacts in the industry uh, by putting yourself out there and meeting them. And I think there's a lot of my colleagues, builders that have a small social feed, but even that small social feed gives them the ability to interact with companies, get to know reps. Uh, as a quick, for instance, from today, I have a builder buddy in Missouri, Alex Simbal. Uh, his family is a Russian immigrant family. Uh, he's been, he and his brother are builders. Uh, and he is probably, I don't know, a thousand subscribers, let's say on Instagram. Alex, if you're watching, you're an awesome builder, by the way. Uh, but he he contacted me and said, hey, I need a, I need a, uh, a rep or someone to talk to you at, uh, at this company. I sent him a contact. Wouldn't you know that that contact knew who he was because they were following him already on Instagram. Oh, and so even though he only had a few hundred subscribers, one of them was the rep because he'd tagged that company a couple of times. He'd gotten on their radar and they started following. But that was so cool. And what a great example uh, of social media being extremely helpful, even for someone who uh, is not in it as a business like you and I are. Yeah. And I think that's something people have to remember too. Like there's so much more to this than just, you know, making it into a business. It's, it's literally changing the way people are building and it's changing the way that companies have contacts with people. And, you know, you and I are, are the same. We're both very careful with who we align ourselves with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something people have to realize too. Like when you look at somebody that's successful, I don't know how many emails a day I get wanting someone to push a product, but I'm just not interested in pushing. Yeah, me too. Like I'm not going to try and sell you guys on some magic washing ball or something. Like we stick in our industry, we stick in our lanes, and we align ourselves with companies that have values that we also agree with. And I think that's really important. I mean, I've been using USG since I started for 20 years, and I know how it works. And thankfully, they trust me to kind of bridge that gap and educate for them. So, you know, it's not like all like we're like, you know, stashing money bags someplace. This is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of research that goes on. I know you and I both try and educate ourselves as much as we can also before we speak and teach somebody how to do something. Right. The last thing we do is give inaccurate information. So 100%. there's a lot of white page reading. There's a lot of website investigation. There's a lot of back of the box and, you know, reading and um, back and forth on how to really use the product correctly yeah so you get the best results i mean nobody uh, wants to use a product that we've said is great and then it fails like that's not 
what we're after. I totally agree. Uh, this is sort of related, but totally unrelated. Who are, give us a couple of your favorite Instagram feeds that you follow that are, that are unrelated to your trade. Just, just oh. totally out of curiosity. So like we rate dogs. I love, we rate dogs. All right. I'll check them out. <laughs> so they'll rate them on whether or not, like, um, if a dog looks like a seal, they'll be like, please don't send in seals. We only rate dogs. Or, like, it's super oh, cute. cute dog pictures. Um, ESPN, of course. Of course. Right. And, um, who else? Um, there's a couple design people I like. Uh, Frills and Drills is pretty fun. Oh, I don't know that one. She has a very large following, and she kind of does like DIY stuff on her own in her house. So she's like, I'm going to build this, and she'll build it. Kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Frills and Drills. All right. Good stuff. Well, Lydia, we should probably wrap up. I know you got a job site to get back to probably, and I've got more work to do today. But I really, really appreciate it, guys. If you're not following currently Lydia on social media, she's at Drywall Shorty on Facebook and Instagram, right? Uh, and, and TikTok and YouTube. And TikTok and YouTube. And then also she's shooting videos for BuildShowNetwork.com as well on a weekly basis. Uh, so I'd obviously encourage you to go over to our website and check out her videos. But Lydia, I really, really appreciate you spending a few minutes with me today. And I'm coming to see you in just a couple short weeks. So hopefully we'll get a, a video for YouTube and for Build Show Network made while I'm in town. Looking forward to seeing how gorgeous it is up there in uh, the giant sky area of Bozeman, Montana. Definitely bring a sweatshirt and possibly snowshoes. So um, it won't be 98 degrees during the day when I'm up there in October? Uh, you know what? Sometimes October is, we'll kind of have like what's called an Indian summer. So it'll be real warm for... Uh -huh. Usually it's probably going to be in like the 60s or 50s with the possibility of snow. It so, snowed like in September and stuck before. Uh, so, so does quote real warm to you mean 50s and 60s? Because that's not what it means to me when I say it's real warm out. No, I would say real warm is like uh, 95. Okay, all right, there we go. Much better. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like it's so a nice. We'll, we'll be up in like the 80s in October, but most wow. of the time. Um, like for Halloween, you better have a coat and no one sees your costume. It's just how it goes. Dang, it's cold. Right? Like negative 20. Oh my gosh. Negative 20. That's crazy. I can't well. wait. I'm looking forward to visiting. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful up there. All right, Lydia, I really appreciate it. Guys, if you're not currently a subscriber, hit that subscribe button below. We've got a new podcast out every single Friday. And if you didn't realize, if you're listening to this on all our uh, listening locations, you can also watch the podcast if you're interested over on buildshownetwork.com. We published the video version of this. So if you want to see Lydia and I bantering back and forth in the visual version, you can see it over on buildshownetwork.com. Guys, follow us on TikTok or Instagram. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Oh! Build Show Podcast. Mm -hmm.